Real quick, friends, before we dive into today's episode, I've got a special invitation for you to join me live and in person for my upcoming masterclass, Your Three-Step Visibility Engine. In this class, I'm giving you the juicy secrets to my playbook on showing up in front of a bigger audience and how you can create your playbook to use on rinse and repeat. Grab your seat at podcaster.com forward slash masterclass. See you there. A few weeks ago, I had the privilege of speaking and doing a presentation for the virtual summit for the Realtor Society, a group that really teaches and empowers women real estate agents how to run big businesses. Well, during that week, that virtual long week, Tara, the hostess, and I jumped on a Facebook Live and we got to riff all about one of my favorite topics, which of course is podcasting to run your business. Here's the thing. No matter what industry you're in, being on a podcast or hosting a podcast can really enhance your thought leadership and who you are in the industry. I think we opened a lot of eyes to the real estate community during that live presentation. And so Tara was kind enough to send the audio to me so I could bring it to you. Let me know what you guys think. Welcome to the B Word Podcast, the podcast for women who know they're meant for more and just need a little bit of help getting there. I'm Joanne Bolt, and I am obsessed with helping women just like you move out of the messy middle and into a business that is sassy, classy, and a little badassy. Together, we'll unpack it all from money and mindset to the little simple strategies that you can implement today in your business. Grab a glass of wine and your AirPods and curl up on the couch because happy hour with your besties has begun right now here on The B Word. Now we are going to be talking with Joanne Bolt and let me tell you how excited I am to have her here. And I know this is going to be a fire conversation. So Joanne, would you please take a minute, introduce yourself to everybody, tell them who you are and what it is you do. Absolutely. Um, My name is Joanne Bolt. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. What it is I do differs, I think, from hour to hour, to be honest, which is probably how most women entrepreneurs are. But I started out as a real estate agent 20-something years ago. I've led a big team. I've led a small team. I've been at multiple brokerages. So I love that this is broker agnostic because I think it's so important to hear from all of the brokerages and their thoughts in order to really put your business in its best place. And um, over the years, I've shifted out of selling real estate and leading a team. And now I'm in the podcasting world and I empower women to get behind the mic and share their message and build big, massive businesses that include real estate um, or coaching or book writing or just live their dreams behind a microphone. Love that so much. And I want to dive into something really quick that was not at all planned to talk about, but... (laughs) But right. that's the way I roll. This is how it goes. The shift, how mm-hmm. you shift. And I think that you said something amazing, like most entrepreneurs, like they feel that pull. And you and I actually kind of talked about this a little bit on the phone the other day about how sometimes you just feel called to go in a different direction. So let's take that conversation there and talk a little bit about how you knew that what you were doing wasn't right for you and why you decided to kind of make the shift that you're making. Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, And one that we should probably ask ourselves often is, is it time to make a shift or am I ready or do I need to? And for me, it came, it started actually in 2020 during COVID um, and I was leading the team and I just realized 
my energy wasn't there anymore. You know, I wasn't excited to answer the phone when my team members called me with questions or problems. And I dreaded having to lead my team meetings. And, and I thought for a while that that was a COVID thing. And then I realized it had nothing to do with COVID. It wasn't me being like down in the dumps about never leaving my house. It was, I literally just breathed for the first time during 2020. And because I didn't have clients and I wasn't using my lockbox key and thought, what do I really want to do with myself? Is this where I, what I want to do for the next 20 years? And the answer was no, it just really wasn't. And so I began a shifting and a pivoting of, well, then what do I want to do? I naturally walked into the world of coaching and training real estate agents because it's what I knew. It's what I had the skill set and the expertise. And I gave myself that limiting belief that it's really all I could do because I was too old to change or too old to teach a dog new tricks or whatever that you know saying is. And I kept realizing at the end of the day, I was moody. I was irritable. I wasn't happy. And I, again, I kind of thought I'm a girl. I'm in my young forties, I will say. And I thought it was like hormones and well, maybe I'm just not sleeping well at night because I'm just 44 now. And then suddenly my husband looked at me and he's like, Joanne, every time you podcast, you light up. And every time you get to help a female figure her voice out, you light up. But then when you go back into, you, you dip back into the world of real estate because it's what you know, your light dims. And so it wasn't that I didn't love the industry anymore. It's that I was just ready to fly my wings in a different direction. And I had to figure out how to make that pivot happen and, and bring the skill sets I learned during real estate years with me and not abandon them. And so that's been the shift and journey I've been on. Yeah. Did that answer your question or did it I absolutely just did? No, it absolutely did. And so I guess my point of that is I just want to encourage you that if you're watching this and you are in either stage of your business where you're coming into real estate and it's completely new to you because you were in a different industry before, we hear this all the time. People are like, you know, how am I going to make this shift into real estate? I have no idea what I'm doing. And people that are at a point where they're feeling like, is this even for me anymore? Have I lost my spark, my interest? Is it is it situational or is it emotional? Like what's happening? So I just want to encourage you that it is absolutely okay to make those pivots if you feel them. And I mean, you did it in such an intentional way. And I loved how you, I mean, you were really, truly honest and you kind of just found, you fell into what sparks you and what yeah. lights you up. It just so. kind of happened and it happened by accident. But if I wasn't aware enough to be opening my eyes to the fact that I stumbled into something else that I love even more than I loved real estate, then I wouldn't have been open to the possibility of making a shift. And, you know, this is where I'm called right now. So let me follow that journey where it's going to go. Yeah, I love that. With that being said, I want to tie in podcasting because I'm, I've told you I'm obsessed with this idea of podcasting. <laughs> and as soon as you told me, I was like, what did I, I was like, yes, absolutely amazing. I'm in. So let's talk about podcasting and how real estate agents can use it for their business. Because I think this is definitely not something that people talk about. I've, I've never heard it really talked about as far as this is a really great way for real estate agents to build their business. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit? I don't even know where to start because the <laughs> fact that realtors are not realizing the power of the pod is mind blowing to me. 
Here's the thing. We as agents get stuck in a mindset that any form of advertising or marketing or thought leadership has to be local because we're selling locally. You know, you're typically not selling homes three hours from you in your state and you're typically not selling homes in multi-states. I mean, sometimes you live right there on the border and so you do, but for the most part, we live in a very local bubble. And so we don't look at podcasting, which is global as a form of marketing. And the truth of the matter is, oh my gosh, it really is. If you host a podcast, you can use it in a plethora of ways. You could build your team because you could build thought leadership on you as an agent Or you could podcast about local happenings and become the podcast for Alpharetta, Georgia, or wherever it is you live, and you could bring business owners in and let them talk about their business. And suddenly, on the way to drop her preschooler off at school, you know, the girl driving down the street, like the only podcast she's going to be listening to is yours because you're talking about the local happenings in your area. And here's, here's where we're missing the boat on this concept. Because I can almost hear the wheels going for people and they're like, well, Joanne, I post all that stuff on Instagram and Facebook. You can, friend, except if I go to your Instagram page, I'm going to look at the, you know, and I discover you on Instagram. I'm like, I love her. I need to binge her stuff. I might binge three rows down of your reels or your post. That's not very far in the grand scheme of things. If I find you as the local expert on a podcast and I love every time you talk about a restaurant, I can binge your podcast and listen to episodes from three years ago. And they're still relevant and they're still easy to find and they're easily searchable and they're evergreen, which means they're always present in a different way than your evergreen social media concept. And so you really can build your expertise in so many ways. You can either, or you could guest on other people's podcasts. You don't even have to host your own. You can build thought leadership by being on someone's podcast and talking about the market or home staging or whatever your niche within the real estate world is. And I don't care if you're talking to a podcast host who lives in Minnesota and I live in Georgia. Guess what? I never know who's listening, where they're listening from, and why they wouldn't want to you know, remember my name because I'm on their podcast. So I It's just getting your message out there in a much broader sense. Yes, I am here for this idea because, first of all, unlike Instagram and Facebook, all the social media platforms, it's not near saturated, right? This is not something I hear about agents doing. No. And very rarely. Yeah, very rarely. We always talk about how, you know, providing value content. And then what do we think of when we think of value content? We think of like, okay, here are three tips that you need to know in order to sell your house. That's what we think of when we think of, right? Or yeah. And how many other agents in your market are doing that? Versus- well, and here's the other thing too. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. Most agents that have a podcast are talking to other agents. So they're training and teaching other agents. They're becoming thought leaders in the training, coaching, educational space for real estate agents, which is fantastic. If you're an agent and you're listening to, I love um, Hustle Humbly, you know, I think they're on your, on this summit too. I love listening to them because they talk about real estate stuff. So I'm getting educated as an agent to listen to them. So you can go from that direction, but what no, almost no agents are doing is running their own podcast that they're not teaching other agents. They're teaching the community about real estate. 
right. and what's happening in the in the world of real estate. And so you can take your thought leadership in two different directions and hardly anyone's doing it. Yeah. It's amazing. So let's talk really quick about logistics of this. Okay. So because immediately when you say podcast, I kind of start shaking my boots a little bit thinking like, okay, first of all, I'm not techie. What kind of equipment do I need? How much time is it going to take? Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. All the excuses come flooding in and all the self-doubt. So could you start me out? Like, could you tell me, okay, if I wanted to just, just start, what would I have to do? Find any form of microphone. And most of us have them. I use a Yeti. I have also used everything from my, I've got a little lavalier that plugs into my iPhone. Um, I've used a Boone microphone. I've used all kinds of microphones. I've played around with almost all of them. I will give you the biggest secret sauce tip here. It really doesn't matter. As long as you're not using the built-in microphone on your laptop, it doesn't matter. Just get something a little bit more specific. Plug in and record. You can record to your phone. You can record to Audacity, which is a free downloadable tool. You can record on Zoom and then grab the audio file from it and throw it up on an RSS feed. There's so many almost free platforms out there like Buzzsprout or Lisbon. You, I mean, it's, it's almost the easiest thing you can do as an agent. And we get we get stopped because we don't think that we can handle the technology. I have a page on my website, joannebolt.com forward slash tune in, or you can also find it on my Instagram page. I link all the stuff I buy on Amazon straight there. Just go. Or you can just go to my Instagram page and I've linked to it right there on my Instagram in my bio. Yeah. And she's my Amazon storefront. And anytime I order something for podcasting and I like it, so it works, whether it's a ring light or a new, you know, foamy thing to go on the microphone, like I just throw it on my Amazon website or storefront because I'm like, well, if I had to research and find it, someone else will appreciate not having to research and find it. So here it is. There you go. 100%. And I order everything on Amazon. I love that. Easy. And I mean, I know that I'm pretty sure that I've seen, I know that the lavalier mics that they have, you can get for under 15 bucks. So oh, I've got be- one of those linked on my Amazon. I don't have it handy right here. I would grab it because I took it to my kid's school yesterday because I was doing a career day for them. And so I took that so I could record what I was doing. It literally sits on my lapel and it Bluetooth into my phone. It was $22. Perfect. So you have a $22 plan basically because everything else I upload to Buzzsprout which is a platform again you can find all that on my website under tools of the trade Buzzsprout is free so you upload it to Buzzsprout it gives you what's called an RSS feed which is really how it shoots it out to the world of podcasting platforms and it's that easy if you don't want to edit it just record it and Upload it to Buzzsprout. If you want to edit it so that you take out the ums and the ahs and all the other, you know, people coughing and stuff, then get a free tool like Audacity. They're really easy to use or go on Fiverr, pay 20 bucks and have someone edit it for you. I mean, I like to say, and I hope this doesn't offend anyone because I mean, I'm including myself in this world when I say podcasting is as easy to get into as real estate. So if you got into real estate, there's no reason you can't get into podcasting. Yeah, you don't have to take however many credit hours. No, in podcasting. <laughs> no, and you don't need a million digital online courses. They all tell you the same thing, you know. Right. So just find a podcaster and ask three questions, or I've got a free checklist on my website under the you know you can get to, 
it'll tell you how to do it in like 30 minutes or less. And don't worry if the quality sucks. Was your first Instagram real good when you first? No, it wasn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If it's something you fall in love with, you'll get better at it and you'll naturally want to improve your quality. If you don't fall in love with it, then why would you have wasted a bunch of time making perfect quality? Just get it out there at first and then you can work on it. It's kind of like your first listing presentation. You probably took one from your broker and put your name in it and put your photos in it and used their listing presentation. And over the years, you've probably tweaked it, improved it, made it your own and made it one you're proud of. Podcasting is no different. Yeah. And I love that. I want to go back to kind of the evergreen side of this, because if you turn around and let's just say you're like, you know what, I'll give this the good old college try, right? And you get all of the stuff and you, you know, whip out some content and let's just say you are fairly consistent with it for six months. You have all of this content and it's not like Instagram where you kind of go way down, right? Like, you know how on Instagram it's like, you know, you have to scroll to find your stuff. Right. Because you're, you'll be found if somebody is searching such and such area, you know, whatever, right? Like such and such area podcast, or I don't know how search works, obviously, but I'm assuming that that is part of the evergreen side of it is that absolutely not for you. Then what is the worst that's happened? You've created some content. Yeah. And you don't, and here's the other thing. If this piece of it freaks you out, you don't actually have to do video podcasting. You can start with just your microphone and just do audio only just, you know, figure out if you like this whole creating content behind the microphone concept. And then you can layer in a YouTube version later. You can strategy stack that into your podcast. You don't have to do it all at the beginning, but you're already creating content on your social media. You're already talking about stuff on your post or your reels. So why not expand on that from a 30 second reel to a 20 minute podcast post and just, just, increase your visibility. Such a good idea. Okay. How consistent do I need to be with this? How often should I be if I'm like, okay, I want to try this plan. What is my best plan of attack here every week, every other week? How does that work? Does it matter? Do I have to be going to give you the standard and then we're going to dive into it? Whatever works for you. Okay. I don't recommend a once a month podcast. Nobody listens to those unless they're like a true crime and it's kind of like binging something on Netflix. You are dying for that next true crime podcast to come out. Something that is educational, like a real estate podcast, probably needs to come out at least weekly. And the key here is like any other skill set you've learned as a real estate agent, consistency is key. So don't come out with a podcast on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. and then forget about it until the next week and put it on a Wednesday. You do want to at least keep it dropping on the same day of the week and roughly the same amount of time, you know, and they don't, there's no real rule of thumb for length of time. Okay. You know, do what feels right to you. My episodes are typically 20 minutes or less. And that's because just like when I sold real estate, I really looked at my audience You know, when I was selling real estate hot and heavy and leading the team, we knew who our target audience was. We didn't really work with first-time home buyers and we didn't really work with condo and townhome. We didn't work in the city. We were suburbs. We were a certain amount of square footage. Like I knew who I was selling for and with, and I catered everything around that niche. I do the same thing on my podcast. I know 
that I'm reaching audiences that are probably not going to listen to a 45 to one hour episode because our attention spans are like gnats. And we're probably driving and listening to it on the way to drop our kids off at school or as we're cooking dinner or as we're putting our makeup on. And so I keep mine short, sweet, and to the point in 20 minutes or less. Love that. 20 minutes or less. Consistency is key. Just like you said, with everything else. Just start going. Use your friend. Um, so someone asked about combined. So it's actually a pretty good question. I could talk about pulp culture for hours, but how can I combine that with real estate when I don't live in a selling sunset city? Oh, that's hilarious. Um, any way that works for who are you lead generating for? Who is your ideal audience? If your target client is the you know mom of a toddler in the small suburb of nowhere, Ohio, then talk about the local baseball events. Talk about the best way to get the mud out of the baseball pants. Talk about the best mom and me programs that you've seen in your local area and or the best books that they should be ordering. Get some local toddler authors on and promote their books on your podcast. Make the mom of the toddler want to, I mean, crave listening to your podcast because it has nothing to do with real estate and everything to do with who she is in that season of life. And then she will naturally also know that you're in real estate because you'll end your tagline, something about real estate. You'll tie the two together that way. And I truly, 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 and I believe this even beyond podcasting, I believe this for your social media, You got to stop yelling about the homes you have for sale and the closings that you're having and start just giving content that is valuable to your ideal audience. And you will actually bring them into your world versus repel them because they get tired of seeing your homes for sale and they get tired of seeing photos of you at the closing table with people. What they will follow you for is the best places to have a cocktail on Friday night because you know everything about the area because you're the local expert. Boom. Why am I the local expert? I have to be. I sell homes. I'm a real estate agent. I have to know what's happening. It's that simple. So I have a best friend and I are actually starting a podcast. What's your opinion on filtering yourself? I'm raw and honest. Any suggestions? Yes. Be you. You do you, boo. Like, And I, again, I will equate this back to what I teach real estate agents with generic social media. You want to show up who you are. If you cuss, cuss on your podcast. You just have to hit the little mark that says explicit. Or maybe like my friend, Ali Kazaza, she has a book called Declutter Like a Mother, and she teaches people how to just declutter their lives. When she goes on her podcast, she has a little intro, a blurb at the beginning that says, hey, mamas, I appreciate that you listen to me and you might have small ears in the car. And I just want you to know, I want to be authentically me. And sometimes I drop the F-bomb. So if you want to listen and you don't want to hear that in front of people, you might want to put some AirPods in. You know, like she just puts a disclaimer out there because I'd rather listen to you as to who you are than listen to you as who I think you are and then meet you in person. And it's a mismatch. I mean, so I drop the bomb all the time on mine, by the way. Like it's just yeah. who I am. She said, that's what I was wanting to know. I do curse quite a bit. I will not do it here on this live presentation um, because... Well, we're live on Facebook and your audience might not want me to, but really anytime I speak on stage or I am doing a podcast, I'm like full on, you better tell me ahead of time if I can't and I'll watch myself, but I just, it's who I am. I drop it. Yeah. 
Amazing. Love that. Um, so one more final question I saw here. Okay. So you did tap into this a little bit. How do you feel about doing video logs, recording yourself doing a podcast, then posting that to YouTube? Thoughts on that strategy? Yeah, definitely. Because YouTube, like every other median out there right now is really pushing podcast. And that's the other reason I love it. Facebook could go away tomorrow and all your Facebook material is gone. Instagram sells out to someone tomorrow and, or you get hacked and guess what? Your Instagram material is gone. Your podcast goes out to so many different platforms like Apple or Good Pods or Spotify. If Apple shuts its podcast platform down tomorrow, all your episodes are still on all the other platforms. YouTube is realized to this because they're also a search engine. And it's really critical that really, I, I actually half the time my episodes um, on my YouTube channel, I just kicked it back up again because YouTube started the podcast. And all it is is a channel, by the way, on your YouTube channel, it's just a playlist. And you just tell YouTube that this playlist is a podcast. And so then they list it in podcast and it's in your, you know, your regular page. Half the time I use an audiogram and I put audio only up there because my theory is, well, someone might just have it on a screen in their office and be listening to it that way. And so I don't care that my video piece is not up there yet. I might incorporate more video as the YouTube picks up theme with podcasts, but I'd get it up there right now and just start the process. I'm over here raising my virtual champagne glass and popping a toast to you because you just finished another episode of the B Word podcast. How cool is that? Let's keep this virtual party going and head on over to thebwordpodcast.com where you can find the show notes with all the codes and links so that you can implement everything you've heard about in your own business. If you're looking for a new tribe to hang with, I've got you covered, girlfriend. The Chick Click membership is available on thebwordpodcast.com. Come join me. 